Hello, this is the Thinkers 50 podcast and I'm Stuart Craner. And I'm Des Dearlove. Welcome. So today we're going to be talking about the latest Thinkers 50 ranking and some, some background on, on the Thinkers 50, which started life in, in 2001. And our, our mission is very simple, to scan, rank and share the best management ideas globally. So we've come to realise over time that our role at the Thinkers 50 is to be the curators of the greatest management ideas in the world. And the Financial Times described the awards as the Oscars of management thinking. And how right they were. The Thinkers 50 is based on three core beliefs. First, ideas have the power to change the world. I think there's no doubt that the business ideas we talk about often have a, a huge influence on how people behave and how organisations behave across the world. Second core belief is that management is essential to human affairs. It, it takes management to run any, any large organisation and management is a crucial weapon in tackling some of the world's most intractable problems. Which leads us to our third core belief, that new thinking can create a better future. We really do believe that the ideas and the thinkers we feature in the Thinkers 50 have the power to create a better future, not only for the corporations of the Western world, but for the world as a whole. So we've been producing the ranking now since 2001. I mean, in that time, um, the people who've topped the ranking, I mean, it's a very, um, we like to think it's a very impressive list. So the people who've, who've held the number one slot are Peter Drucker, the late Peter Drucker, Michael Porter, C.K. Prahalad, and Clay Christensen. And the current number one is Michael Porter. The latest ranking, one of the most interesting things about it is that we're seeing the rise of a new generation of thinkers. The new ranking signals a kind of a, pattern, a passing of the baton to a new generation of gurus. And we had a record 14 newcomers in the, the new ranking. So we'd just like to introduce the, the newcomers to the ranking. One of the headline stories from the ranking was the arrival in it of Zhang Reimin, who's the CEO of the Chinese company Hire. A great example of a CEO who has a huge appetite for business knowledge and business ideas. We met him in, in London last year and we were astounded by the sheer variety of his reading and his knowledge. So he was number 38 in the new ranking. Another newcomer this time was um, Adam Grant from Wharton Business School. Now Adam is the youngest tenured professor at Wharton. Um, he's the author of Give and Take Why Helping Others Drives Our Success. And, and, the, and the issue that he's looking at, which is fascinating. So in life, are you a giver, a taker or a matcher? Do you match other people's contribution? That's what I mean by the, the third term. And the interesting thing about the research is when he looked at um, people's career progress and who really gets on in life um, and, and looked at who came, came out on top, and who actually fared the best in terms of their life strategy. Now, the, the slightly worrying thing, the bad news here is that um, right at the bottom were the givers. So if you're one of those giving people who, who likes to help others, um, it can be, it can be a, a bad strategy for your career. But the, the fascinating thing about, about it at the same time is that when you looked at who came out on top, it wasn't, um, it wasn't the takers, you'd be pleased to hear, and it wasn't the matchers either. In fact, it was also the givers. So if you want to really get on in life, you need to be a giver. 
Another new entrant to the ranking was Hal Gregerson of MIT, who's co-author of The Innovator's DNA. I think what's really interesting about Hal's work is his research around the importance of leaders asking questions, what he calls catalytic questions. I think it's a, a really different perspective on the role of leaders. In the past, leaders were all about commanding and con controlling. Now, uh, Hal Gregerson is arguing that leadership is based fundamentally on listening and questioning. Also new this time around is, is Martin Lindstrom, who's a Danish brand building expert and author of the brilliantly titled book, Biology, that's B-U-Y-ology, which is, which is just a very insightful and, and very clever book about, about what motivates us to, to buy things. And Martin's um, history in branding goes right back to when he was, when he was a boy. Um, and he set himself up, he's built, he built the first Lego village and set himself up in his, in his garden um, selling tickets to people. And it wasn't until he got a, a phone call or a visit from the, um, the lawyers at Lego that um, he realised that perhaps um, he shouldn't be doing that. But what was fascinating too is that rather than prosecuting him, they decided to um, sign him up as a consultant. Martin's new book is called Small Data and is amongst our recommended reading list for 2016. Also joining the ranking for the first time are two people from the, the Lean movement, Eric Rees uh, and Steve Blank. Both have been champions of, of Lean startups and the application of the, the Lean concept to entrepreneurs and other businesses. What's interesting again there is that not only is their, their ideas inspirational, but their ideas are being put into practice very powerfully. Another newcomer this time is Whitney Johnson. She's co-founder of Ross Park Advisors and disrupt, the Disruptive Innovation Fund that she started with Clay Christensen. Um, her new book, her latest book, is called Disrupt Yourself and takes some of the ideas about disruption and, and innovation and applies them at a personal level. Also new to the ranking was Eric Brynjolfsson and Andrew McAfee from MIT. Uh, they're the authors of The Second Machine Age and The Race Against the Machine, both brilliant books, and they were the winners of the Thinkers 50 Digital Award this time. Joining them too is the, is the utterly brilliant Neelofer Merchant, um, who won our um, Radar Award last time around. She was, we, we recognised her as being one of the outstanding up-and-coming thinkers, and it's nice to see her make the ranking this time. And Neelofer's latest work is in the area of what she calls onlyness, and she's arguing that in an increasingly competitive global economy, what we compete on isn't, isn't our educational qualifications, etc. It's on what is unique about each of us. Also new to the ranking is Amy Cuddy of Harvard Business School. Amy's TED talk on body language has been watched by millions of people, hugely influential. Uh, she's got a new book out as well called Presence, strongly recommended. That brings us to Jennifer Acker, who's a Stanford professor, and most of her research is in the area of time and money and happiness and in that sort of space. Um, her book is it's a couple of years old now, but the, she's the author of The Dragonfly Effect, which again comes highly recommended by Thinkers 50. And finally, new on the ranking was Alex Osterwalder and Yves Pigneur, who are the Swiss and Belgian creators of the, the business model canvas. Over the last couple of years, their, their book is the one we've encountered the most from 
practitioners and people whose offices and we've, we've visited, we've seen it on a lot of desks and it's been put into practice. Alex and Eve also won our strategy award this time. So those were the newcomers to, to the ranking, a really interesting and eclectic mix. So it's worth kind of pausing to think, what are the trends displayed by the, these new entrants? What are the patterns in the, in the thought leadership world and the world of business ideas which they display? And the, the first thing, obviously, is that um, ideas are becoming more global than, than ever before. So we've got somebody like uh, Zhang Reimin is, is, is on the ranking. I think we had more nationalities in, in the 50 this year than, than ever before. The historical national boundaries no longer apply. When we first started doing the Thinkers 50 in 2001, it was largely the preserve of uh, American academics. That is no longer the case. We've had a huge influx of Indian-born and thinkers with Indian, Indian lineage. We've also got thinkers from a vast variety of other countries. So first of all, ideas are more global, truly global than ever before. I think the second thing that we're seeing is that, is that again, when we first started doing this in 2001, management was, was seen very definitely as the preserve of business. Now a lot of these ideas are reaching beyond business. We're talking about social entrepreneurs. We're talking about um, public sector organisations. A lot of these ideas are now being applied in across sectors, and they're, and they're having a real impact in places that we wouldn't have expected them to have in, in health systems and in education systems. So that's that's very powerful and um, very important, I think. It's also worth mentioning as well that um, there's greater diversity, not only in, in the case of nationalities, but this, this was the best ever showing for women thinkers. Uh, there was 14 women out of the, the top 50, uh, which is ob obviously an, an improvement on previous performances. There's a long way to go. Though women, women thinkers claim no fewer than four of the top 10 places in the new ranking, which is their best ever showing. And there's a huge group of really influential female thinkers from Amy Cuddy, Whitney Johnson, Neelifer Merchant, uh, Linda Gratton of London Business School, Amy Edmondson, Rita McGrath, Herminia Ribara from INSEAD, Linda, Linda Hill from Harvard, Rennie Moburn from INSEAD as well. So it's a really strong group. As well as that, there, Rachel Botsman uh, picked up the Breakthrough Idea Award for her championing, championing of the idea of collaborative consumption. So there's lots of hope that uh, the world of thought leadership and business ideas will become even more diverse in the years to come. And of course, there's Erin Meyer as well, won the Radar Award this time for her book, um, which is called Culture Map. And I mean, Erin's going, you know, is, is doing incredibly well with those ideas. So, so what are some of the what are some of the themes that we see coming through in terms of, of where these ideas are coming and, and where they where, where the the areas that they populate? Well, I think one of the big themes this time around is is the question of humanity versus technology. Um, in previous rankings, I think it's been a kind of a given that, that technology changes everything. I think there's some real questioning now in the last couple of years about what that means for for human beings. Where do we fit in? Are we going to be obsolete in terms of not having jobs anymore? Or how are we going to compete with this technology? And I think there's a sense, a slight concern that the technology may have overtaken the humanity and it's time to redress that balance. 
think another shift we're seeing is the move from the organizational emphasis to an emphasis on individuals. The, in the past, when we talked about uh, business ideas, they tended in mean, 20 or 30 years ago, they were focused on organization, improving organizational performance. Now they're much more focused on improving the quality of uh, an individual's life, measuring the success of an individual's life, maximizing their, their impact. So there's a much more individual focus, which we can see in ideas like Nielifer Merchant's idea of onlyness. So I think that's true, and I think, but I think there's a, there's a, at the same time too, there's, you've got, you've got that's if you like, that's at the individual level, that's almost at the micro level, and at the macro level, um, we've been, you know, we've obviously we've all been hearing about big data for a while now, but we're beginning to get into a bit more detail about what that, what difference that can actually make in the world, and um, how you do big data in a way that's meaningful and productive, both for organisations. Um, and for humanity. So you've got the macro level going on at the same time and then, um, and then very much the micro level. Disrupt yourself. What does it mean for us as individuals? So it's, it's a fantastic and exciting and very eclectic um, management world at the moment and the management thinking and ideas reflects that. Yes, and we look forward to reporting on it and championing the new ideas of the future. Thank you for listening. Thinkers 50 podcasts are produced by KDH Creative.